0: Hey ma'am. hey, ma'am. Hey, ma'am. How art thou? Um, thou art excited. Oh my gosh! It's day one,
1: <laughs> and I'm over here with a Mister Goodbar in my mouth. Like I I'm so unprofessional, but you know, you really me, are
0: today. You really are today. I'm very,
1: very professional. <laughs> very unprofessional,
0: but be praying let's get the, let's get the episode started right let's go okay we'll go ahead all right, well, let me, let me go on and pray. Let me, let me pray. Father, we thank you, God. We bless your name, God. We give you glory, honor, and praise, God. We thank you, God, with the breath of our lungs, God, with the words on our lips on today, God. We thank you for setting aside this appointed time, God, so that we can come together and fellowship, God. You said we're two or three, we're gathered together. Father, you would be in the midst. So be in the midst with us on today, God. We just pray that all that is said and done and thought on today, God, will be pleasing in your sight. And we thank you for it. We thank you for all that are listening. We thank you for all that are with us, God and we just ask that you would have your way and we thank you
1: and bless you and it's in Jesus name we pray amen amen thank God for the prayer well you guys we are two vessels of clay here on the Steel Clay Podcast, where Jesus is working on us as we work through the heavy weights of life. And I'm just so excited to, you know, be a part of this show because, you know, we've been doing this for years. And oh, my goodness. And it was just like when the when the concept came about, when the idea of doing this podcast came about, it was just like two to three days and it was like boom boom it was like a mad dash it felt like a mad dash to get this all done and get it on the air and I just felt like not that it was rushed but it that it it was it was like it wasn't a rush but we were in a rush
0: Absolutely. So it it seems like thrown together because it came together rather quickly, but it was very methodical, the process that took place. It was like, but it just happened very quickly. So it was like, boom, 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 boom. And I think that that made the difference. But I'm super excited, too. So, you know, I always like to do backstories and intros and all that jazz because it helps kind of bring people into like a common setting. So um, you already introduced the name of our podcast. You told us that we're still close so now you probably should tell the people who you are my friend
1: well okay I am Tangela L. Clayton the teacher of us two on this here podcast and I am a teacher by trade I am certified English 6th through 12th grade and yes I've taught 6th through 12th grade like literally 6th through 12th grade I started out uh in pre-k and I've been doing in and I've been in and around education for about 18 years I have yeah. Well, my son started pre-K. My son started pre-K about 18 years ago. I was in and around education. Um, and when I started out, I started out as a volunteer in his pre-K class and I was there like all the time. And you know, the principal the principal and then the staffers was like, wait, you're here too. You're here, you know, every day almost, you know, um, would you like to have a job because you'd like, you know what you're doing? And I'm like, sure. And started doing it there. And let me tell you something, the pre-K babies, they will tell on you parents. They do tell on you. They tell all your business. So it was like really, really funny to actually deal with them and to be a part of their lives at such an early age. But then I learned that I can pretty much teach just about anybody because I grew with my son. My When he left pre-K, he went to elementary. I went to elementary. When he left elementary, I went to uh, middle school with him when he went to middle school then high school and he's a senior this year and voila I'm teaching senior as teaching seniors this year as well and it's and it's kind of funny I said I wanted to grow with him but I literally grew with him in his education in his education so um that's what I do by trade is that something God called me to do I definitely believe so as as well as the calling of prophetic on my life and the prophetic I recognize that uh late in life but I I can remember having dreams and visions and such when I was eight years old and going to my grandmother and telling her different things and she looking at me kind of strange and treating me differently from the other you know the other grandkids and the other kids that was around because all of us grew up in my grandmother's house and I was treated differently from all of them and you know And I, and I can only attribute it to the fact that I had the sight, as people would call it. I was able to see things that wasn't there, hear things that wasn't there. And so growing up, um, I didn't have anybody to, to navigate me through that. It was just one of those things where I just had to deal with it on my own. And I was scared to tell different people because you are considered different. I was already being picked at for being the little white girl speaking, you know, proper English, um, the King's English, as I tell my students, and I would listen to headphones at night and different things to keep from having the dreams and going to sleep. And, and I ended up making myself nocturnal um, in doing it. I ended up, you know, being able to stay up all night long and not really get much sleep. And um and then during the daytime, like after school, because school let out pretty early um, in Orlando, what well, I can just take naps and stuff. And so I ended up making myself nocturnal in that way. So then leaving my grandmother's house and going into the military, I um, met my ex-husband there. And as at the time we were dating, we were no, 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 we weren't dating. We weren't dating. At the time we were just friends and I didn't know he was trying to date me because I cannot read road signs. When um, someone likes me, you just have to tell me. If you don't tell me, I, I don't know. But, um, he had went away for a little minute and I didn't see him for like a week or so. And when he came back, he was like, yo, I got saved. And I was like, you're lying. He was like, no, for real, I got saved. I'm like, no, you're lying. If you got saved, something happened. Like you had to go through a tragic moment. He was like, he started laughing. He was like, no, you ought to join my church. And at the time I was going to someone else's church. I was going to someone else's church because, uh, you know, as a single soldier in the military, you have to live in an apartment with different people that you don't know. But these girls, I got to know them and we were really close friends and I just saw God saving each one of them. And when he got to the second roommate um, that was that had her room was next to mine, I I laughed one day and I sat on the side of my bed. I said, God, you're coming for me, aren't you? And I kind of laughed at it. But um, he really was. really was coming for me. And so the second young lady that got saved, um, she would take me to church with her. She's like, come on, you going to church with me. Come on. You're not doing nothing. You going to church with me. So I would go to church. And I didn't feel it. I didn't feel it. And at the time I didn't know it was my prophetic in me that didn't uh gel with the spirit in that church. Not to say it was like a bad spirit. It just it probably was, but you know I'm not we're not gonna talk about them people. But, um, it was just like, I didn't feel it and she was in a choir and they would be shouting all around me and I just wasn't engaged. It, it it didn't engage me. Um, so by the time he had asked me to go to church with him, I was like, fine. I was going to church with her. So I might as well go to church. You. But I wanted to see, like actually see his change because I'm like, I know you. And so for you to have, you know, given your life to Christ, this, this, I got to see. And so, went there, and I just felt this change. I just felt like this something was like happening to me, and it was like a like a chemical like a chemical reaction like, or like a chemical change, or you know just just the best way I can describe it and they were saying that they were having a revival that week and 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 it just seems like it always starts with a revival. you know when I hear people's story, you know it' always be a revival in the story but you know, we'll talk about that later. Um, but it was just like, I didn't have anything to wear and I was sitting there and I was pondering, I don't have anything to wear. And, you know, grandmother said that if you, you know, go to church, you have to be appropriate. And I didn't have anything. I had my club clothes. I had these, but I just, I didn't have anything to wear. So I was like, man, what am I going to do? You know? And after they was announcing the 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 revival and everything. And and the pastor gets up. He said, don't worry about what you don't have to wear. Just come. Just come as you are. Wear your uniform. Just come as you are. Just, you know, just be present. Just God wants to meet you here. And I was like, oh, he talking to me. And so I wore my uniform every night of the revival. when I would get off work. I would keep my uniform while I would take a nap. And I would go to the revival in my uniform. And by the end of the revival, I had given my life to the Christ. And so they tell you. Get a Bible, get a King James Bible. They love to tell you to get a King James Bible. Um, Tell someone you've, you know, you've, you've given your life to the Lord and as well as find you a local church body um, of believers and to connect with. They said it doesn't matter who it is long as they're teaching Jesus in the Bible. They said, however, we would love to clean the fish that we catch so you know but hey we don't you know if you don't want to join this church you can join another church I'm like no I'm joining this church and they was like yes 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 so I had an elder that was there it was an elder that was there he walked me through the first seasons of my new babe new Christian life and I began to confide in him about these dreams and different things and he asked me um and he began to say, well, you know, you're a prophet. He, well, he was asking me different questions and I was answering a question and he said, you know, you're a prophet. And I was like, I don't know what that is. And so he walked me through the Bible, what that was. And, and I'm sitting here like, okay. And so after that, it was just like, he dropped me off. It's like a good three to six months. He worked with me, but then he was like, no, you're on your own. You know how to do this. And I'm like, well, where do I go? Who what do I do? I don't know. You know, I'm, I'm a new babe. I'm, I want to. You know, I'm trying to learn how to be a new Christian. I'm trying to learn how to be a, a good Christian, and you know, I'm trying to learn these different things. And he just simply dropped me off and was like, "You know what you're doing. You know, do it. God, it's gonna God, God is gonna lead you. God is gonna guide you." And I was like, "I don't know how to do this. I don't know how to do this and how to maneuver this. And what is this this about? I didn't know anything. It was just like, okay. So that night I went home and well the night I got saved, I'm sorry. I'm mixing my story here. The night I got saved, I went home and I told my godmother and I was just so happy and so giddy. And she, she, um, was like, yep, you, yep. The Lord, the Lord came into your life. And so it was just an exciting time for me. And so then after, like I said, I walked in, I walk in the prophetic and still learning, still growing. God is still even showing me different things, you know, even now after so many years of being, uh, been in relationship with him because that was back in nineteen ninety nine. I'm still learning and still growing. And then like I say the teaching came, you know, later I recognized that I, I I was a teacher and I was very good at it. And it's like I could do it in my sleep. You know, so I just thank God for my foundation and in that because I'm not a I, I didn't grow up with I grew up with my grandmother so Going to church was like on Sundays, you either go to church or you locked outside the house. You're not doing nothing else if you don't go to church. So we didn't go to church to learn of the Lord. Like when you're little, you didn't go to church to learn of the Lord like that. You knew Psalms 23, you know, the Christmas play stuff. But like to have a relationship and what I know now and what I taught my son, we I didn't have that. I didn't have that. So my foundation is one of pretty much a heathen. You know, because even though my grandmother went to church, my grandmother also, you know, did ran a gambling house. She did different things, but she still was the mother of the church. But it's just like, uh, I don't know how that (laughs) works. Looking back now, I understood why she did the things that she did, because she had 17 kids to feed. And that it became a way of life to her to have all these different side hustles. But I did not have a foundation of like church the way I the way I my son has it like relationship with the Lord I wouldn't say church a relationship with the Lord's like what my son has and how he's been raised to have a relationship with God I didn't have that foundation but that's that was that's where I came from and that's what God has given me and and so that's what I believe I bring to the table for um this podcast
0: uh, I'm not putting all my government out there. You just call me Shonda. You're going to have to go look for my information if you want it, okay? So <laughs> I am the resident mother. I am the mother, and I am a pastoral counselor, counselor by trade, uh, counselor by calling, counselor by education. Um, I try to get away from it at one particular point in time, you know, because it seems like I have this huge sign on my forehead that says I listen well. Um, And everywhere I go, it just seems to pop up in that way. And so I tried to get away from it for a long time, but nevertheless, uh, such is not my life. Um, so I've been called to this thing, so I, I try my best to walk in it, and I had a quite a different um, foundation. I grew up in the, when I say I grew up in the church, I mean, I grew up in the church, like my father was a minister at one particular point. He was preaching and pastoring, like my grandparents were head deacon, head missionary, you know, on both sides of the family, my my mom's side and my dad's side. Um, so that was all that I knew, but my dad really stressed the importance of personal relationship as a girl when I was growing up. Now it didn't always look the way that I assumed. That I assumed. Notice my words. I assumed it would look um, growing up, uh, but. It looked it looked away. And even though he, he held um personal relationship as as primary importance, I really had to take that journey. But I knew from the time that I was a little girl that I was going to be who I am. Um, I didn't know what that looked like or what that meant as far as God was concerned. I just knew that uh, from the time that I was little. I was young, very young when I began to understand the things of God. There are things that I don't remember that my parents and my aunt, people who were close to me during that time, um, continue to tell me stories of things that I experienced and that I did when I was younger that there's no way that I could have possibly done without a divine hand. Um, I don't remember a lot of them, but I know that they are there. And I know that that has been a part of my life for a long time. Um, When I was five years old, I told my mom that I I needed to get baptized and my mom just could not, at the beginning, could not understand. But that chemical change that you were talking about earlier, I, that is the kind of thing that happened within me. And as a five-year-old, I could not put that into words. I definitely could not express that there was a chemical change that happened. But I knew that something was different. And I knew that I had a way of understanding the Bible that a lot of people didn't have. um So when my mom was like, well, I'll let you get baptized if you can tell me or explain to me what baptism is. And so I was able to do that. For her at five years old in a way that she still she still tells me about it all the time because she still marvels at the fact that I could do it but it wasn't me it was the God in me um calling me drawing me out for that time um and so I was I was baptized at that age and I went through a lot from that time to this one just learning what it really means to to, to be in the service of God and to be his handmaiden um, and to work slash worship on his behalf. Um, so that is a lot of me, uh, some of me. Some of me you might get as it unfolds. Some of me you might not get at all. I don't know. I don't know what's going to come out as a product of this thing. I'm very excited about how it's going to go. But um, if you know anything about me, I, I kind of like to to delve in methodically, but I kind of like to let it unfold as it sees fit. So I look forward to doing that. Um, during this time. And that's kind of me in a nutshell.
1: We probably should have named this episode "The Chemical Change" or "The Chemical Process" because people really just don't understand what you go through when you go from one particular state of being to another. That it changes you. It's like it's open your eyes. I felt like my eyes were open, and it sounds like you, you know, you felt the same way too, even though you were five and you didn't understand what you were going through. But it was just like you knew that something happened, you knew that it was something inside you that happened, and, but we, we, we probably don't need to go there right now, because this is just, this is just what we, <laughs> ooh, ooh people just don't know that that chemical change is something, isn't it, is something to be reckoned with, I guess we're gonna start off deep, I suppose. <laughs> I mean you were talking about me talking about oh you I'm like I got a, I got a topic for the first episode. You like oh oh that's what we doing. We ne- we never deal in the casual now we now in our bio we did say we go from the casual to the profound, but I think we go from the profound to the casual. We did.
0: <laughs> I think that's well the reason why I didn't wanna start off jumping to the deep is because I just really kind of wanted to give our first mm-hmm. listeners like an intro because we've been doing this with each other like we just said for 17 years so there's ways of talking and interacting that we've already kind of established that you know other people don't know so to give people a glimpse into our relationship in this way I feel like it's important to, to lay a
1: foundation
0: <laughs> real quick so people even know what steel clay is even all about and, and
1: basically know? I text you some random crap <laughs> <laughs> that turns into a whole bible study the Bible says, "No, no sugar." And you know, it's so it's me.
0: It's always me. Go. <laughs> okay, so she's the squirrel. Oh, very.
1: I am okay, squirrely. Yes.
0: So, <laughs> okay. So, so it'll be five o'clock <laughs> in the afternoon, right? And I'm deep in the middle of a counseling session, and a text message will come through my phone that asks me something off the wall, out the blue. Um, almost to the ridiculous except it's so ridiculous it could be profound in another setting you know what I'm saying and so hey <laughs> the, those types of those types of rabbit holes and um, untoward informal types of Hey, sis! That that is the stuff that still clay is made of. You <laughs> know, those ramblings that turn into a visitation um,
1: with the Holy Spirit. Those are the stuff. That still so clay basically, is made of. I am Alice, and she follows me into my Wonderland. That's. <laughs> <laughs> I. She follows me. <laughs> She be telling and, me to eat the cake. She eat the cake. She be <laughs> drinking the Jim Jones Kool-Aid with me. She be in there. She be like, "Now, well, well, we we gonna go there? Let's go there." Yeah, because
0: we established when well, we established a Jonathan David
1: knit soul relationship. <laughs> L- listen, years ago, right? listen. So, I'm, I'm telling you, it be like that. But I because you you're so busy. And That's the thing. And the, the other thing we have to sure. realize is that you have you know four biological kids and you have a husband and you're so busy that when sure. i do and when i do these random off the wall hey sis what you think about this you know i i've had time to think i've had time to sit i've had time to read um mm-hmm. once i'm done i've created a formula for myself when i go to work And I do that and I, and I teach my kids and my kids know they they get into a routine and routine is everything with the kids because, you know, to be honest, they, they're not getting the education that we got, you know, that we had when we were coming up, we had to work that thing out. They're, they're getting that teach to the test method. Right. And so, and I was so happy when they moved me up to 11th and 12th grade. Well, they moved me up to 12th and then down 11th then told me I had to do a split I, were, I was in that t- testing bubble from sixth to 10th grade in Florida. You have to take FSA mm-hmm. you know, to prove your learning. Once you master that at 10th grade and you hit that, whatever required mark they have for that year, you grad- you're now considered graduation ready. You don't have to take the FSA anymore. Now, when you get in 11th and 12th grade, it's pretty much like you're free to learn. You're free to move about the cabin. You had the seatbelt on from six to 10, and now. We're at an altitude where you've mastered it. Now you can move on. And so it's kind of like the kids get dropped off at 11th and 12th grade to just, Mm. now what do we do? Because to be honest, what they learn between 6th and 10th grade does not translate to college. They've now all all of a sudden found that oh, it doesn't translate yet. Really. So when they moved me up to 11th and 12th grade, I was able to, I was free to teach the kids what you're going to be looking for this is what you're going to have to do so i when i come home i've already did what i've done and you know school let out at 220 we get off at 240 i have all the rest of the day to sit around and right you know i do bank online i pay bills online everything is you know that so i have time to just sit around think, and read the bible and converse with different people and do different things whereas when you wake up you hit the ground running sometimes when you go to bed you're crashing mm-hmm. and so for me <laughs> so most times mo- mo- <laughs> let's let's fix that 90 98
0: percent of the time that's your <laughs> you crack i do so I me, me interjecting yeah. that hey
1: sis is like you know mm-hmm. and, I, and I, in the back of my mind I'd be like you know she busy she's not gonna mm-hmm. respond and then i get that respond back i be like oh it's on. Right. game on
0: because, when, because I know that I'm so busy and if I don't mm-hmm. make time I, I won't ever make the time so when you text me it's like a cue like okay you know what you've been in your bubble too mm-hmm. long come on out. So when you text me, it's like a gentle respite from what I'm doing. So I have no problem jumping down that rabbit hole. You are saving me from dying in place. Oh, wow. Where I, I
1: hope your clients don't hear me. I am. I'm saving her from you.
0: No, it's not that. No, not the clients, mm-hmm. just the pressures of everything that okay. I'm responsible for sometimes. Sometimes jumping down that rabbit hole with you causes me to end up mm-hmm. being refreshed in a way that I didn't know that okay. I needed.
1: okay so me doing a podcast has been something that's been on my heart lately like real strong in the last year I believe like in a year or so and I wanted to do one and it you know and I thought I was going to do one by myself and actually I had been researching doing all the research and uh, looking into different things on my own to see what can I do and, and I had a name for what I wanted to do and um spoke to one of my students who has a youtube channel and was you know telling him like this and how do i do this and what do i need to do this and he gave me some tips and telling me you know he was telling me do a youtube channel and i was like i really don't want to be seen i just want to do a podcast i want to go back to that old days where you know the people sat around the, the campfire and sat around their house and they didn't have tv and they had radios i think that those were the times when I wouldn't say life was a little bit more simpler, but it gave people that imagination. Like we are so busy trying to see people and want to see how they're living and want to see how they're doing versus just hearing the content and hearing the word. And I know being with God, walking with God, it's not about being seen, in a pe- but people You know, big people have taken it to that level um, of being seen and I just want to be heard. I just want you to hear the word. Don't worry about me and don't worry about how the word is being delivered. Don't worry about the messenger. Worry about the message. And I just want to do and I thought the podcast was the best way to do that. So then, when I talked to you about it, and I was like, "Hey, let's do this." I was just—I'm just curious now. What made you? What made you say, "Okay, I'm gonna follow her down the rabbit hole, so to speak." Let, let me follow Alice into her Wonderland. What? What? What made you do? What? What made you say yes to doing this?
0: Okay, so where? What made me agree? Okay, so I am—I <clears throat> actually do um, another radio show. And on that radio show, um, we kind of sort of do a similar thing. However, it's a bit more focused. Uh, there's a specific group, a specific audience with which we speak to. Um, and so there is a limiting factor when you have a specific audience that you speak to because you're tailoring information to meet the needs of that particular group of people. What I realized is that in our conversations that, that you and I have, those hey sisters, from time to time, there is a freedom um, of discussion in those things. And in that freedom of discussion, I was really allowed to kind of come to some resolution about who I am um, in God and, and what it means to really walk this life and, and and this journey as a heavyweight. And what that means for me personally, you know, when, it, when the Bible tells you that you're supposed to work out your own soul salvation with fear and trembling, um, you know, it's kind of vague right there, that fear and trembling part. Like it kind of gives you an idea or a concept, but the actual, what that looks like, the picture of that thing. And so I, part of the reason why these conversations have stood out to me over time is because they helped have kind of formed that for me, um, who I am and what I think and what I believe. And they've allowed me to kind of embrace the freedom, the liberty um, and the word that we're actually supposed to have. And I just feel like that should be shared. Um, our, I feel like the depth of our relationship should be shared. The people don't have friendships like the kind of friendship that you and I have. They don't have relationships like the kind of relationship that you and I have. Um, and so I wanted to be able to share that as well. And, and more than anything, I just want to be able to just sit and be authentically me in all those nuanced uh, nuances at the same time. You know, because I am a counselor, I am the mother, I am your friend, I am your sister. Uh, I do love the word. Um, I don't play no games. Uh, my pimp pants sometimes is strong. Uh, sometimes, you know, I, I might say some slick back, you know, there's a lot of elements to who I am and working out those things. I feel like it's something that we need to be able to share with other people so that they understand that there's a working out process and then there's a living out process. Um, I just want to give people a glimpse into that. I think that they'll benefit and I think that they'll have fun with us. And that's a whole nother thing, you know, uh, giving people a glimpse of our shenanigans, you know, to laugh with us for a little bit, you know.
1: Yes, we definitely have some shenanigans, especially over the 17 years we've been working. We've been walking in this courtship, friendship, relationship together. We've gotten into some mess, it's been my fault, her fault or both of our faults. But we've always had each other back. And I'm just like so excited to to really, you know, take this thing to the airwaves to let people and on our private conversations, which, you know, are, oh my God, <laughs> Whew, Lord, it, it, they'd they be so good. And it, you know, iron shoppers iron deep, call it into deep. Like we, we help each other grow from faith to faith. And, you know, so it's just, so I'm glad that you are walking this journey with me. And I'm glad that you agreed to do the podcast with me because, it, it does need to get out, it does, it does, people do need to see the healthiness of our relationship, rather we're mad at each other, and we're not mad at each other, where we're, you know, it's okay, you know, you're not going to always agree, you're not going to always walk in, um, go in the same directions. there's been times in our relationship where, you know, I couldn't be with her in certain seasons, she couldn't be with me in certain seasons, so, you know, it's just, oh my gosh, this is good. We, we're going to, we're, we're, we're going to get to all those things, but I'm just, I'm just, you know, thankful and so glad that you do, you did decide to do this with me. And, and the audience will get to see how we converse and how, um, you know, we, we walk this we walk out the heavy weights of life as vessels of clay for God, because we love the Lord and we, we will, we, we are about our father's business, business. We do, we do take his his kingdom work seriously. We take his people seriously, and just the oh, just the the magnitude of that, and also just the fun of it, the fun we have. And I, I'm, I'm just so excited. I'm just so excited. But I know that there will come a time, you know, when we can really, you know, get into what we actually talk about, the things that we're actually talking about. You know, you know, this is just a start. This is just the foundation of what we do, why we do it and who we are and what we, you know, our background. This is just the start of it. Y'all don't even know.
0: Y'all don't even know how much restraint it took her to not do a deep dive today. Y'all, y'all don't even know. Just, just pray for us.
1: (laughs) They don't. They don't, they don't, but they, we, listen, all things in time, all things in time. They don't know, but all things in time. So what I want you to do now, I want you to let them know where they can find us at on all of the social media platforms.
0: Oh yes, we are on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, all by the same name, Still Clay, the same name as our podcast. And you can even uh hit us in our email if you want to. Uh stillclaypodcast at gmail.com. And that's it. That's where you can find us.
1: Well, fam, that's it for us on today. This is just a foundation where you learn about who we are and why we wanted to start still clay. And so we will always open in prayer and we will always end in prayer. So let us go before our father who is in heaven, hallowed would be his name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. Forgive us of our debts as we forgive our debtors. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For yours is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever. Amen. All right, fam, be blessed and know that Jesus loves you.